0: Welcome to The Daily Devotional with Derek Nider. Thanks for joining us as he walks us through the pages of Scripture with a daily word of insight and encouragement. Uh, Well, I don't know who your favorite Bible character is, but um, I think one of my favorites is Abraham for sure. And uh, we'll talk uh, in a couple of devotions about how he was the father of faith, and those are the big things, right? You know, we look at Abraham and we think, man, you know, I like Abraham because he is the father of faith, or I like Abraham because of this great promise that God gave him in Genesis chapter 12. And um, there are a couple of other things that really cause Abraham to be a standout that I think is worthy to be emulated. So I'm gonna pray for us today. We're in verse 14 of Genesis 14, 14, 14. So you can turn in your Bibles there or flip there, swipe there, whatever the case may be. Let me pray for us. Father, thank you. God, thank you for the example of Abraham. And I pray today in all of our relationships, God, there would be just a strong loyalty and fidelity that would be birthed because of love. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, the Bible says in verse 14, when Abram heard that his kinsmen had been, excuse me, taken captive, he led forth his trained men, born in his house, 318 of them, excuse me, and he went in pursuit as far as Dan. And he divided his forces against them by night, he and his servants, and defeated them and pursued them to Hobah, north of Damascus. By the way, that's a long way. I'll talk about that distance in a minute. Then he brought back all the possessions and also brought back his kinsman Lot, with his possessions and the women and the people. Hey, so the picture is this. Five kings have made an alliance together. Um, they've gone against some of these cities that were in the south, probably near the Dead Sea, and ransacked, pillaged, uh, took the people and... Um, brought them all the way back up to their cities and maybe even a little bit further north. Abraham hears that this has happened and in particular he hears that his nephew Lot, his kinsman, has been taken. And man, you know, I just love, I love Abraham's response. And maybe maybe what I like the most is what Abraham doesn't do. You know, Abraham, when Abraham gets the news about Lot, he doesn't say, man, that little punk, you know, I mean, shouldn't have ever taken him in the first place. He caused me a lot of drama. He was a real thorn in my side, a pain in the neck. And you know what? He's just experiencing the the results of his bad decisions. And um, and I, my life is pretty good. God's taking care of me. So I hope the best for a lot. He doesn't do that, you know, and I think it's an amazing thing that that Abraham doesn't lean into that type of reaction for somebody that, you know, from any human perspective might not have deserved the actions that Abraham chose to take. And w- when he heard the news, this is what he chose to do. I mean, he reacted immediately. There, It wasn't even like there was a, it doesn't seem from scripture anyway, that there was this big pause, you know, or this, you know, um, powwow that he had to have with his with his boys, you know, whether it was a worthwhile adventure. Totally outnumbered, um, absolutely inconvenient, um, meant that he was going to have to travel a long way and be at great risk. And yet he does it. You know, he takes 318 trained men. I mean they they, they were soldiers for sure. Um, and he goes he goes after his nephew Lot to rescue him. Um, knowing that he's gonna have to fight against five kings and, and all of the, the soldiers. And what what happens? Well, you know, God gives him the victory. He strategically is wise. He divides his forces. Um, he ends up chasing these kings all the way to the north of Damascus. And I just want you to think about this, right? You've got the Dead Sea, which is south of Jerusalem. Um, and, and that's where Sodom and Gomorrah was at on camel, probably, probably not horses. Um, Abraham takes his 318 men and pursues these armies all the way to the north of Damascus, which is modern day Syria. That is a long way to go. And he he pursues until he wins the victory. And he ends up winning the victory and he rescues Lot. And I think, man, what stands out to me? Loyalty, you know. Loyalty stands out to me, fidelity um, in relationship. And all of that happens because, because Abraham loved his nephew, right? There was something that, there was this great risk that Abraham was willing to expose himself to that was totally undeserved, but wasn't even a question for Abraham because of his loyalty For lot and the loyalty was birthed out of love. You know, I I I think that's a great example for us. You know, in a culture today that, you know, commitment is just not encouraged. It's not encouraged. It's not encouraged in the workplace, it's not encouraged among friendships, it's for sure not encouraged on social media. Um, it's not encouraged in marriages. It's not encouraged between parents and children. You know, it's just, it seems like loyalty and fidelity, commitment has been thrown out of the window. And it has because love's been thrown out of the window as well. When you and I have been conquered by the love of God, what happens is we become fiercely loyal to Uh, the people that God has placed in our life because we're filled with the love of God, and that compels us to live at great risk and to take steps of mercy and compassion even when someone doesn't deserve it. Let's learn from Abraham's example today, and uh, let's live that out in at least one relationship. All right? Have a good day. We hope this podcast has ministered to you. If it has, we welcome you to rate it or leave a review. If you would like to stay connected with Pastor Derek Nyder or find many more teachings, please visit awakenlv.org. Click visit and then choose Pastor Derek Nyder. These links are also in this episode's description. Until next time, God bless you.